You guys are kind of fucking stupid. Okay? Now, I don't mean to insult you, but that's what I'm going to do. We regret to inform you. Your childhood has expired. But these moments of comfort do not establish the will to live unless they help the prisoner make larger sense out of his apparently senseless suffering. It is here that we encounter the central theme of existentialism. To live is to suffer. To survive is to find meaning in the suffering. Hey guys, so something really cool that my son has been doing lately. Now, I don't know, he did this on his own accord, you know what I mean? He just thought, I would love to just have a fun game that I play with dad. Now, it used to be he'd yell catch and huck a toy at my face. And I'm like, am I fast enough to catch it? Sometimes. So now, his new game is I lay on the floor. Because I lay on the floor in the living room all the time. I throw a nice blanket down, real soft, throw a pillow behind the head, play on my phone, I wrestle around with my son. You know, fun times had by all. So his new thing is when I'm on the ground, this little guy, well, he scooches on over to me. He crawls on top of me in whatever manner he pleases. Last night, his butt was facing my face. Tonight, he was laying or sitting directly on the tummy. Oh, such a, such a cushy little seat he has. Then he proceeds to do what he's done so many times now. His favorite new game, farting on dad. He just farts on me. Now, I've told you before, I don't think farts are funny. Unless... You're a child. Because kids farting is hilarious. Adults farting, grow the fuck up. Now my son, he just farts on me. And what he does, he just cocks his head in my direction, looks me dead in the eyes, and smiles about it. And then I tackle his ass off my stomach, tickle him, and go, you tootie booty. Because I'm a cute fucking dad with him. Anyway, guys, that was a cute story to start this off instead of something gross. Also, I'm, I'm forklift certified. Uh, all right, guys, enjoy the show. Give me some water. I'm thirsty. Bitch, you're beautiful. Hey guys, welcome to episode 58 of It's Funny You'd Say That Podcast. I am, of fucking course, Travi Pie. And I'm going to start off today's episode with letting you know who the cunt of the day is. Now, I already did a video previously, but I'm going to do it again right here for you guys on the podcast. Are you ready? Here we go. So yesterday, the cunt of the day was the guy 
who didn't pull forward all the way in the road, in the lane he was in, where he was waiting to turn, he had about two car spaces ahead of this cocksucker, okay? Now, he was the cunt of the day yesterday. The cunt of the day was this guy in that truck. The cunt of the day today is the guy in this truck. And I'm talking about me, guys. I went to the gym today because I like to make Sundays. I like to find time to go and do a heavy leg workout. I do leg press. Sometimes I do squats, okay? Sometimes. But I found leg press has been building my legs up better than squats did. And uh, so that's just the way we're going to do this, okay? I did hack squat today a little bit, but that's that's neither here nor there. That was basically just to stretch my loins out. You know what I mean? Just get it all stretched out for some leg press. What else did I do? Oh, yeah, leg curls, uh, you know, leg extensions, stuff like that. Other shit I don't even know how to pronounce. Stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's good stuff. But while I was doing leg curls, after, by the way, you know, of course, this is the third weekend in a row. I like to test it out. I go, I leg press a thousand pounds. Okay. The first time I did it, it was one time. The second time I did it four times, leg pressed it a thousand pounds, four times, four times, guys. Give me a round of applause for that. Today was only two. We'll give a, just a little applause. Uh, so I'm doing leg curls and you remember the story of when I was at that intersection at the stoplight, I see a, I see a, a kid walking by mask on sort of, cause it looks like they had a mustache and I'm zoned out on this kid's face. Just like this kid, a fucking boy or a girl. I don't care either way. Just wondering, just wondering what's going on here. Is this a girl with a mustache? Cause cool. Teach your own. Don't touch me with it, but we're cool. So I'm looking at this person straight ahead of me doing lap pulls. I get done with my set. I stand up and I'm like, okay, we're just going to wait for our next set. Aren't we, Travis? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. I'm looking dead ahead at this friendly person, lap pulling it up. Now they have a mask on, but fantastic head of hair. You know what I mean? And they have a hoodie on, uh, you know, Filipino people tend to be smaller, kind of a slightly smaller chest, if you will. Uh, Some might say boyish figure. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking it could be a girl. But I'm looking and I do not check out women or men at the gym. I don't check them out. It's not what I'm there for. I'm not interested. But I'm looking at them and I'm just curious. Like, is this a boy or a girl? Because once I have it in my head that I don't know, I'm like, huh, let's figure this out together, brain. We're going to do this. So staring, like I said, about four times. I keep staring. I keep staring. I keep staring until they're staring back at me. And what does Travi Pie do? Well, he doesn't break fucking eye contact with this friendly person. And you know what? It was a battle of wills. And guess what? Their will came a crashing down because they turned their head ever so slightly in a different direction. So our eyes were not crossing paths. 
I'm the cunt of the day for being the fucking weirdo at the gym who's just staring at you while you're trying to work. Apparently, I'm a creepy guy now, guys. I'm so upset by this. Speaking of creepy fellows, now, shout out to Elisa. You know what? Let's do my shout outs right now. Shout out, Erica. What's up, as always? Preach all the preach to you. My goddamn biggest fan. Um, shout out to uh, What Can Go Wrong podcast. Julia and goddamn Pierre. Fucking ugh, these fucking guys. Their bloopers for their new episode was literally all Travi Pie. It was me yelling because we'll voice text back and forth. It was literally me screaming at my phone to them. And uh, I sound fucking insane. But I appreciate that. They want me on their goddamn podcast and shit. And I want to podcast with them. I just uh, naturally because you guys were all listening before. At least some of you. When I had the time period at work where it was just me and another fellow, you know, my little peanut brittle. So, yeah, now it's uh, it's back to just us again for a little while until we get more people. And that means I have no fucking idea what time I'm getting off work any night of the week. And uh, that's super fun because uh, I guess I should have been more proactive um, and fucking, I mean, the only reason I was able to do the podcast with Elisa last week is because I just hit her up while I was recording mine and was like, are you available? I'm struggling right now to fucking do this episode. I don't know why, but I was. And speaking of Elisa, shout out Bombastic. Okay. Now. I, <laughs> she posted, I was trying to. I don't know what I was doing there. We might just cut out those little gaps. Or we might not. Fuck yourself. Anyway, so she posted a clip from the podcast that her and I did. And um, she starts it off by talking about wetness. Now, you remember when you were, I don't know, 15 years old and you had a dick that was just hard all the time for no goddamn reason other than, hey man, I want to fuck everything. Well, that's the last time I made a wet joke. You know what I mean? So uh, she posts the clip, starts out with her talking about wetness and not in a sexual manner. It was when we were discussing the analogy of wet laundry being thrown on us, as in your burdens that you are now putting on me. So she says immediately wetness. Okay. I get, you know what? Cool. Okay. Cool. I posted as well. I didn't get any creepy comments. You know what I mean? No creepy comments. That's fine. She got apparently an older gentleman that she is, knows who they are. I don't know if they've met, but she knows who they are. I, I guess he does photography or something. I don't quite remember. I can't get past the fact that I think he's a creep. So he commented something along the lines of, Sorry about your wetness. Sorry to hear about your wetness. Something like that. Here's the worst part, guys. Okay. 
You could say that, and I find it creepy. But do you know what makes it creepier? Period. 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 You throw triple-digit periods down after a creepy comment? Hey, man, just say, hey, I want to fuck you because you said wetness. That's literally what you're insinuating when your creepy ass says, sorry for your wetness. And I officially hope I never have a daughter because no guy needs to tell my daughter he's sorry about their wetness. So, um, I'm sure Elisa will love hearing that story. Uh, speaking of other podcasts, it's strange to me when I have had podcasts who had, I don't know, 15 followers on fucking Instagram message me and say, hey, you know, thanks for the follow and all this. And they're like, um, how do I get sponsors? And I'm like, hey, man, how the fuck would I know? Like, first off, you need tens of thousands, not just followers, but actual plays per episode to at least get get these fucking people a sniffing, okay? Get them sniffing at you. And uh, then they're asking me, and I'm wondering if it's because I have FYLP on there. That's my fucking brand. I basically sponsor my own podcast. Um, and then I have two fake ones I made up because it's silly. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just don't know, guys. I mean, these fucking people, they're coming over here. They're like, hey, how do we get sponsors? And I'm like, well, not through me, bitch. And then I just kind of, you know, I guess go my separate ways away from them forever. Um, uh, Tori and I were watching because there's a new Jurassic World movie coming out. And guess what, fuckfaces? It's got everybody. It's got everybody. I'm so fucking thrilled for that movie. So, you know, Tori and I sit down and we watch the second Jurassic World movie, okay? And uh, Fallen Kingdom, I believe is what it's called. Now, I remember there being an extremely sad part of this movie. But it got Tori to cry. It's when all of the dinosaurs are running and trying to get away from the fucking volcano. And uh, you just see one bronchiosaurus or whatever you call it sitting there. And it's like, "Mm, mm," like, well, fucking sad. Yeah, it's real depressing, guys. It's really fucking sad. Okay. And I knew it was coming. But Tori didn't. She hadn't seen the movie. So anyway, my whole point of bringing this up is it's bizarre to me that why are movie reviewers even reviewing movies in a serious manner that are about dinosaurs? Why are we reviewing movies about a T-Rex? Oh, you got a Velociraptor and it's murking everybody? 
Let's review the movie, shall we? Well, the Velociraptor's accent wasn't on point. And I don't know why. They they must have got a CGI raptor. I'm, I think we should cancel this movie because they didn't put a real raptor in there, even though they've been extinct for quite some fucking time. And that goddamn T-Rex, well, he's just not a good actor at all. I bet he said the N-word a few times. Canceled. The T-Rex is officially fucking canceled. T-Rex got to fucking watch out for its past. The T-Rex should have deleted its tweets. You know what I mean? Listen, I'm going off the fucking rails here. Uh, A more important topic is they used to run a commercial about wasting water when I was a kid. Do you guys remember this commercial? So there's an animated child in the bathroom. I don't know if the parents are in there or not. Who really knows? He could see out his window. Now, I don't know how his parents can afford a home that's right next to, I don't know, a lake that it also, now, the the fucking water has to be coming from that lake straight into their faucet. Hey, yuck city. You know what I mean? That's not how that works, but whatever. We'll keep going. And strangely enough, in this regular lake, Right outside this boy's bathroom window, right outside, there lives a whale. Somehow, a big fucking whale decides the best place for me to live is in a fucking lake right outside this lovely home with these lovely people. Except for the fact they have a real, a real problem. It's a real nasty problem, okay, with wasting water. So this fucking kid, oh, let me tell you what this son of a bitch did. Well, he's going to brush his teeth, guys. You'll never fucking believe this. He turns the faucet on, right? Puts the toothbrush under there, gets it moist. I know you don't like that, but I'm saying it moist. Gets it moist. I don't know if the toothpaste is on there yet already. I like to moisten up the toothbrush first. Then I put the toothpaste on. And then I give it just another little, just a little sprinkle of water. You know what I mean? Just dampen up the toothpaste, just a skosh, so it goes in the mouth real nice. So anyway, so he, this little son of a bitch, you know what I mean? He turns the water on. He does his whole little, gets it all ready to go to brush those teeth. Guess what this son of a bitch does? Doesn't turn off the faucet. What the fuck, man? I mean, what the fuck? This fucking kid doesn't turn off the faucet while he's brushing his godforsaken teeth. Oh, no. What is that? (gasps) The water in the fucking lake dropping at a fucking horrific level. Okay, this whale's going to die soon, guys. We've got to do something. The kid, in a pure panic mode, I'm sure, turns the faucet back off. Now, you're never going to fucking believe this, okay? So this water, this water that that he was using that went down the drain, we don't know where that went, you know what I mean? But I can only imagine where it went. It had to have gone back in the fucking lake because somehow when he turned the faucet off, well, this lake, the water rises the fuck back up. Okay. And then this whale, again, who just is living free willy style. And I'm not talking about Smithy Smith. 
free willy style in this fucking lake of all places. You know what I mean? I got a real problem with the location, but that's fine. That's you. Whatever. We'll talk about another podcast. Okay. He's living in this fucking lake, this whale. And all of a sudden he's going to die. Oh, faucets off. I live weird. Then it goes into saying, you know, don't waste water. Hey, 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 fuck face who made this commercial. I was a wee young toddler boy when I saw this shit. And you made me think that every time I brushed my teeth, I was stealing water from a fucking whale. Then you know what you also made me think? (laughs) Okay. You made me think that there were large aquatic creatures in the lake down in the middle of town. Okay. It was called Horseshoe Lake because you'll never guess. It was shaped like a diamond. No, it was shaped like a fucking horseshoe, fuckface. Anyway, they made me think whales lived in there. So I'm the dumb fuck going around thinking, "Uh uh-oh, don't you dare. And if you use the water in the bathroom, it is like you're drinking ocean water. So for my entire fucking life, I cannot drink out of the bathroom faucet. Because I think to myself, well, I'm going to get sick from this. But it never stops me from using it to wash my mouth out or brush my fucking teethies. Isn't that just fucking stupid? I I agree. Um, guys, it is very stupid. And um, I'm sorry, but uh, that's... That's how it's going to go. You know, I was thinking of diseases the other day because never had any. Got a clean area down there. That makes me feel good. But just overall, you know what I mean? Never had the cants. Thank God. Never had the AIDS. Thank God. Never had the anything else. Just fat as fuck. Thank God. Uh, so, but I was thinking there's, you know, nothing scarier than a disease you have other than the list of side effects for the fucking medication. It's like I played an entire commercial in my fucking head. I giggled. I'm not going to lie. Giggled out loud. Okay. Because it's literally, it's like, what did I say it was? Um, Overitex. The battle with overreacting doesn't need to go on. One-sided. Finally. We found the weapon to help aid you in your daily struggle with stress and overreacting so you can feel like a normal person again who can sit in traffic without feeling the urge to slam your car into your lane neighbor or to stand in line at the grocery store and when the elderly lady in front of you pays in nickels and pennies, After talking about how great their granddaughter is at doing dance. All while not being told dance is actually her job as a stripper at Fancy Feats downtown. You will no longer feel the need to kick her knees out, pull her loose face, skin, back, and yell... None of us are getting any younger here. And I saw your granddaughter's outdated bush last night for an hour of work's pay. Oh, Veritex. Your fix 
for the things you didn't know needed fixed. Please see your doctor before taking. Dosage will depend on how big of a cunt you are. You may experience slight side effects such as minor headaches, slight rash, loss of taste in only half of your mouth, seeing shadows that once were not there. The possibility of growing a tail up to three inches in length increases as you increase the dosage. You may end up overreacting over small things. Medication may not help at all. Seizures have been known to occur in ages three to 74. Seek immediate medical attention if blood and stools occurs more than three times a day. If you start growing hair in your palms or you find yourself still strangling strangers at a bus station. That is how I feel. Whenever I hear or see any commercials for any fucking medication. Hey, do you guys watch Ozarks? Do you know what these motherfuckers did? <sighs> Touche, Ozarks. Too fucking shay. Tori and I stayed up extra fucking late to get through all the episodes of the new season of Ozarks because I'm like, well, shit's getting real and I need to fucking finish this shit before it gets spoiled for me. Okay, so we stayed up far too fucking late. Now, listen, if you watch this shit, you know what? You know what? I'm not going to say what happens what I am going to say is, I almost I almost would have spoiled it for you. But what I am going to say is we're watching this shit and we're like, okay, this episode's about to be over. Like, how the fuck are you going to end a series like this? Like, there's dramatic shit happening. And there's so many loose ends. And so many shoelaces that are left untied. Okay. It literally just stops. And both Tori and I are like, what the fuck are they thinking? Well, guess what, guys? Literally right after we thought this, it says <laughs> part two coming soon. I'm like, oh, you dirty cunts. I did not know they were doing it in two fucking parts. <sighs> so I don't know. That's just a fun little story about me having just pure anxiety. Um Oh man. Uh so anyway, um this is a sad thing. Uh that uh like I don't know, lately I've been thinking a lot about the meaning of life because I used to constantly tell people, um, God, what were, I haven't said it in so long, I don't fucking remember what it was fully. It was uh oh well Life wasn't meant to be easy. Life was meant to be worth it. And I don't think anyone ever understood what I meant by that. Now, you can find a thousand quotes that match that, that maybe not the same wordage. But when I would say it, it was basically me saying that this shit isn't going to be easy for you. There's going to be a lot of shit that happens, even if you aren't doing anything with your life. But the point of life is to find the things that make living worth it. Like literally looking at my son makes life worth living. I felt a feeling of regret and sadness recently. Um, 
I was speaking to an ex-girlfriend and we dated for three and a half years, I believe. And, uh, it was a long time ago, but I was very close with her grandparents. Um, her grandfather died. I don't remember how many years ago, but it was a few years ago. And that made me feel really sad for her, her grandma. And I had emailed her grandma like fucking two years ago, maybe even more, hopefully not. But I had emailed her and basically I was just like, Hey, how are you? You know? And this is the weird thing when you aren't in a relationship with someone anymore. It's like, how close are you going to be with their family? Um, I wish I would have seen her grandma more, but I just never did again. I had not seen her grandma in, I don't know how long. And, uh, I kept telling myself, Hey, fuck face, email her again because we were emailing back and forth. I sent her pictures of my son. She's like, Oh, bring that cute baby over. And I know at the time Tori was uncomfortable, um, cause it was an ex girlfriend type of situation, but, uh, which what it's not the case, you know, it's, I have fucking no feelings for anyone, but my wife. Um, so I, you know, I never, never went over there obviously. And so I was recently talking to my ex-girlfriend because, uh, I messaged her and sent her a screenshot. Uh, I've told you guys the story, uh, multiple stories, right. Of, uh, like the band that I used to listen to, uh, or not that that's not definitely not how that works. Um, <laughs> I listen to them now, but how my ex hooked up with this singer in a metal band, um, like before they were bigger, they're not a band anymore. Uh, but he is incredible at singing and it made me extremely insecure because singing was one of her favorite things to do. And it was a passion of hers and she shared her passion with someone else. And so it made me feel small and insecure. Uh, so the, you know, there's a bunch of stuff there. I actually left a secret, um, on the secrets hotline, uh, actually, I will play my favorite response from Moshe Kasher right now from that secret. Isn't that fucking hilarious? Anyway, um, I'll retell that story again a different time. But the whole point is I was thinking about messaging or like emailing her and I never did. So a couple weeks ago, I had driven up to help my dad with something and I was back in my old hometown and, um, I took a little drive down to the river and, uh, what we call the bottoms, uh, in that town. And I was driving by and I'm like, huh, I should go see her grandma. She lives right fucking there. And I still didn't, I did not go over there. And to be honest with you, it would have been really sad if I did, because, uh, when I was messaging my ex, um, I'll just say Nicole. Her name's Nicole. Uh, hopefully she doesn't mind me fucking mentioning her actual name. I just don't want to keep saying X. But, uh, when I was messaging Nicole, um, she had mentioned that her grandma passed away in October and that shit just made me feel really fucking sad. 
because I'm like, well, fuck, man. Like, obviously, I'm not the center of that woman's world, you know, her grandma. But one of her requests was that I stop by and see her. And I was a part of her life for quite a few years and everything. And I don't know. It just, it made me feel super shitty. Um, I don't know. I realized that life isn't short. It just feels short because you never know when it's going to end. So when we all just live our lives like normal, other people's lives are ending. So she told me this, that her grandma had passed away and you know, that hurt. Uh, my grandpa died a few years ago. Um, you know, Tori's grandma had died a couple, like last year, or the year before, I can't quite remember. And then her grandpa died before that. Uh, I know obviously an animal isn't the same as a human, but we lost our cat, um, this last year, which broke my fucking heart. I am so fucking devastated by losing that cat. Um, I'm devastated by losing every person, but, um, I'm not trying to fucking say a cat is better. Uh, but the whole point is, is I have been thinking of, you know, like the meaning of life lately. Um, I am listening to this audiobook now. It is called, let me look. Um, it's by Victor E. Frankel, I believe is how you say his name. Uh, Man's Search for Meaning. And, uh, when I bought this audiobook, I read I read reviews and it was basically just a shit ton of reviews of people saying this is the most important book I've ever read, things like that. And so I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna listen to this goddamn audiobook. And that's what I did. Uh I got this audiobook, started listening to it today at the gym, and I had to switch to music after about 40 minutes, I think, or 30 minutes of it, because it oh man this fucking book is heavy. I didn't realize it is basically, I mean, it's a story about basically how horrific and hopeful life can be. Um, but yeah, it starts out heavy in, he was in fucking Auschwitz or whatever. I can't remember how you fucking pronounce that. You know, the Jewish fucking kill everyone camp. Um, and just talking about that shit. And he's sitting there talking about like it not setting in that basically his life will end here. It obviously didn't, but still like, what the fuck, man? Um, I don't know. I, it, this shit has been weighing so fucking heavy on me and, uh, life and death and everything. But it just, I don't know. I like, to me, the meaning of life is just live and then die. And what you do between that is up to you. And how meaningful it is, is up to you. You choose what happens between there. Not everything, obviously, but how you feel about things and how you go about handling things. You choose these things. And I thought when I got older, my regrets list would dwindle. I actually thought I'd be one of those people who didn't have a shit ton of regrets um, I don't know. I, uh, yeah. Um, 
God, I'm just ending this, uh, ending this on a bummer, huh? But, uh, anyway, um, I don't know. I guess I'll end it there. It sucks that Counting Crows isn't around anymore because of what that guy did. <laughs> yeah, that is where, where, uh, where we will end it, guys. Um, thank you for listening. Sorry to end on such a, you know, weird note. I usually end on maybe a little sillier of a note, but that's okay. Um, again, I appreciate you guys listening always and uh please go rate and review me that would be really appreciative go to spotify give me five stars or give me one i don't care just rate me um but yeah and uh check out it's funny you'd say that podcast on instagram uh please communicate with me i enjoy it when i can communicate back i have very little time in my fucking life very little time so i will try to get back to you whenever i can um, also, um, go listen to, it's really not that serious podcast. Uh, it's my wife's niece and, uh, she's a young girl who started a podcast. And I think it's fucking great. So please go listen to that as well. Um, yeah. So, uh, I will talk to you guys later and I have one fucking thing left to say. Okay. Hopefully by now, you know what it is. Fuck faces. Preach all the preach. You just got saved by the bell, bitch! Graham, babe.